So, um, we're back right now. We want to welcome you to Casual Nerdum, a place where you can be nerdy without being an expert, a place where you can be real without being woke. Now, what do we mean by that? If you watch Game of Thrones and you don't know who made it, this is the place for you. If you're an MCU fan and might not know about all the comics, this is the place for you. This is a judgment-free zone to discuss everything nerdy. I'm Chris Bacon. I'm Adrian Daniel. And welcome to Casual Nerdum, guys. All right. Season 2, episode 15. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We here. We here. We here. Is this 15? Is this 15? I think it is. That's what it says. You know what? They be don't the the numbers don't be always where they want I want them to be at. I feel like this is fifteen, fifteen or sixteen. Now I'm now I want to know. One of them, definitely one of them. I don't know which one it is. You should it's probably okay. put the numbers in the titles. You know that'd be helpful. It doesn't matter because you can listen to this in any order that you want. You can exactly listen to stuff from season one. It doesn't matter because it doesn't matter because you're here. Not you're here with us talking about life and. The, the anime and nerdy shit we like to like talk about. You know what I'm saying? So this welcome. Live in 4K, bro. You on YouTube, if you're on watching YouTube, us on YouTube. Go watch it on YouTube. Like, listen, if you're listening to this right now. You put on clothes to do this. Go watch it on YouTube. Like, you know what I'm saying? Listen to it, listen to it on the podcast, but then go watch it again on YouTube so you can really see our beautiful faces. I mean, because there's no point in like this hearing us talk sexy in your ear for an hour. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, just saying, this. We in twenty twenty three. You could you have the visual element to this. You don't gotta. You don't gotta do that to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So, speaking of visual element, um, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three today. Um, the yep. final installment. The best out of all the Guardian movies. Arguably the best. Like I really do feel like this is, but I mean honestly. Captain America never got a trilogy, did he? No, he didn't. He ain't got two movies. Right. Iron Man got a trilogy. Thor got a four movies. The Guardians got their trilogy. And when I'm looking at them, like if I were to just disconnect them from everything else, I feel like these three movies together are so consistent and um, their own thing you know they they stuck to a certain idea they didn't deviate from that idea to the point where they had to bring back James Gunn because I felt like if you had this movie made a certain way the first two times and you just have someone come in and do the third it would just look weird we would look at we look at it weird right and you know I thought that, them, I thought that might have been uh, a negative but go ahead what having James Gunn come back to do it because I didn't particularly love the first two, mm. so um, I thought it'd be a negative having him come back and and do the third one, but I was wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong. I mean, sometimes yeah, I I we talked about this before on Marvel stuff, and it's like I don't really be like, oh, I don't like this movie. I just be like, oh, I don't. Am I watching it again? Nah, but I will tell you. I have started my Marvel rewatch. Um, Me too. So, so far, I think I'm going through phase one. I did watch Guardians 1 and 2 before I fell 3. And then I watched Iron Man, Thor, and um, Captain America. And I'm about to start getting into, like, 
because I think there's one more in phase one. I'm going to watch, um, also I watched the Guardians holiday special. People, that's canon. You need to see that because. I haven't seen that. Yeah. So, so if you remember him mentioning Mantis being his sister, that was revealed in a holiday special. And then when he comes back home to see his grandfather, he's reading the paper. The paper talks about what happened in a holiday special in which they abducted right. Kevin Bacon from the planet and brought him in a period of the present. And then them owning nowhere, we we see that in um uh the movie. We see that in a holiday special. Like all that stuff is set up and then they brought nowhere. You know, um Peter's sad, you know, Rock has kind of been just doing his thing and and we established a lot of things in there too, so which I like a lot. Um, but yeah, like, what are your overall thoughts on a movie? Like, just before we start getting into specifics, um, as an overall movie, I thought it was the like I said, it was the most solid movie out of the three. Um, really emotional, really emotional. He did a really good job of making me emote to Rocket. You know, even though he didn't have that many lines throughout the movie. And but his story carried it, it carried right. it through the movie. I think that like anything else that happened outside of that wasn't really important, you know. Right. I feel like when it comes to um, playing off each other, they do it so well. Um, to me, Gamora had the sometimes the the most cheesiest lines, I guess, or the cheesiest way going about it. But they played off each other so well; it was really great. Um, I really also loved Adam Warlock. Um, yeah, yeah, I was, I w he was the one I was on the fence about. I was like, because some Marvel sometimes will take a name and do some other stuff with it, and since you know he was involved in the Infinity War storylines heavily in the comic books, I was like, how are they going to bring this guy in? He does have history with the High Evolutionary, but now just to make it, but like. He's made by the sovereign, and the sovereign is made by the high evolutionary. It was like that, just you know, puts the nets to dots, and and it gives everyone like a mother and father dynamic of um, like the Guardians movies is really about like healing and dealing with your parental issues, mm -hmm. um, and fighting through, um, whatever you think that people are placing on you that you have to be. Um, I again, I love this movie. I I really. I loved it for what it was based on like because I just saw one and two and number one felt like a space odyssey almost like, you know, then he's out there with me and Star-Lord second movie with his dad and everything like you felt like if you, you miss a lot of the nuances of the characters that you go through um, the first two movies and then but it sets up this movie where like you can't just watch this third movie and not understand why certain people are certain ways. So I think it makes a lot of sense, but um, yeah. I think, that, I think that when it comes down to just like overall, just overall pacing of a film, like what I, I think they did such a good job is Rocket was not Rocket was not speaking a lot throughout the movie, right? But it was so centrally focused on him. It was right. so like, and him his past and his story and even though you had other things going on it was like adam warlock wounding almost killing rocket because he he basically he came in and he came out hot 
he basically <laughs> he pulled nerfed, up on him, bro. He nerfed the entire team in like maybe 10 minutes. Like the man don't even know his own name. Right. He don't even know his own name. That's how I was like, like he's OP. I was like, I was like, oh, guys, we really like having this conversation. He's OP, guys. Like, come on. Like they said, like he could have fought Thanos, honestly. Like, that's how strong he is. Um he came in, almost nerfed the whole team. He's a complete idiot, though. Was he an idiot in the comments? He, they kind of gave him the vision treatment where he was only a liar for a little amount of time and he only spent time around um, his mom. So he doesn't have a lot of context clues. It's like kind of like Drax was in the first movie. Like, not that he's dumb, but he's not sociable. Like, he doesn't have context for anything that's going on around him. Um, right. He just knows do what mom says and, like, that's it. So... In the comic books, he was made on Earth, and he broke out of his containment field. And very much in that sense, he was like, you know, like I don't know anything. You guys made me to do this thing, but I don't know anything. I should, I should be the judge of what you're trying to tell me to do. And so right. he left the planet, and um, he was in space for a bit. He got stuck in space for a bit. Then he was found by the High Evolutionary. Right. After that. And then he gave him the soul gem and gave him um and then someone called him warlock. And then someone called him warlock before that when he was saving helping people. And then someone gave him Adam. But he always was kind of like, yeah, like I'm kind of I don't know a lot about a lot of stuff, but I'm I this is what feels right, or you know, if just I want to do the right thing. Like he wants to do the right thing, and he realizes like if you're trying to make him do the wrong thing, he's gonna be like, Yo, what what's going on here? It was in the movie. And it and it made him into like honestly. Like I thought, like they might have overdid it a little bit on the that he's kind of an idiot part. It just felt like they did too much on it. I just felt I like he was an overpowered toddler, right? And I felt like, yeah, I mean, because he was born at the end of the second movie, so he and it's like show to the kids. It's like you know, but he's so strong when he took the head off that board thing. Like he didn't think he was gonna break that easy, you know. So it's like he doesn't know how strong he actually is because he's still. A lot of the things that happened to him in the movie are firsts. Like, right. you know, him having to fight that. It was yeah, he wasn't really doing a lot before that. I don't think like she 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 kind of rushed his and they say they rushed his development. I forgot. They said that. They let him out the pod early. Right. The, and they, I thought it was really cool that that they added the fact that, that they, they were made by the high like the high evolutionary is the one that made him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Cause I'm not because I'm not sure if that's necessarily the same situation as the comics I, I can't really say for sure nah like i said before the um the he never the sovereign he didn't make the sovereign in the comic books right he has created life but um was, he made more of the animal hybrid stuff i can't remember the extensive history from like after he left because he went through a couple of changes you know mm -hmm. experiment on himself stuff like that that's why the earlier version of the didn't have gravity powers but this one does because he's enhanced himself and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um and his face wasn't messed up because of rocket. It was messed up because of him experimenting on himself, right? And fucking his face, like kind of like Red Skull. So I like how they took all the same elements and just uh, made him closer to the cast. And like as opposed to being like, oh, we like he was just out there. No, it just they make everything tied into like what's going on in front of you, which I enjoy. Um, right. because if you didn't see the first two movies, you don't understand why people are so attached to Rocket enough to like go this hard for him. Go this hard for him exactly because. And he, and you know, it dawned on me that Rocket, 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 
was the only guardian left alive for five years. Yeah. Rocket and Nebula. Rocket and Nebula. You know, he had to go was, through that. Everybody else was dead. And he went through that for five years. You know, so I think that like when it comes down to it, they did a really good job of highlighting him and his contrib- co- contribution to the team. Um, yeah, overall. But, but overall, like I said, it was good, man. It was good. The comedy was there. Drax had me dying, bro. He had ask. me. He had me dying. He's like, he's like, you say your second best friend. <laughs> yo, that. yo, your Prax. He can't. <laughs> he's. Like, I'm saying my best friend, second best friend. I'm like, yo, Drax, stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah, yo, relax, bro. He's like, yeah, you're not going to disrespect me like that. I'm standing right here, bro. But like, nah, like you know, Dave Batista, man, I really appreciate him coming back and giving us his last role. You know. I understand a lot of makeup, and I'm I'm glad that he just made you wear shirts now, so you didn't have to like sit there for an extra amount of hours. I think, you know, yes, Drax doesn't wear shirts, but fuck it, it's the Guardians movie. Have him wear shirts, you know. Like the whole point of something else I wanted to touch on real quick is the music, right? Um, that you know, the music. I I feel like, and people talk about this, and James gonna speak talk about this. The music itself. I like the music because it reminds me of what's going on in the movie in terms of like the moments of what should be happening. Right. It's almost like he had the playlist before he wrote the movie and wanted to like, because there are certain times in the movie in which the songs play for like a minute, you know, like, and you'll never hear it again for the rest of the movie, which right. means that like that feeling was what he wanted to have this scene be. And right. I felt like the song came first, you know? Um, I personally didn't like the last song. I mean, I love that song, but I feel like it didn't fit the scene. The oh, the like the last the song. Dark days, but dark days by um, Florence and the Machine. I didn't. I personally felt like that song didn't fit the scene. Yeah, like you mean like the when it was in nowhere, and yeah, Rocket when he, played it. When Rocket played it at the end, yeah, I didn't. I personally felt like it was like ah. Uh, I mean, well, I mean that wasn't the last last scene. The last scene was when he played um, "Come and Get Your Love." Right, and when it went from, from the original movie, I feel right. like it should have been that instead. But yeah, know. but if you know you're gonna have it played in the very next scene, you're gonna have to pick another song that represents like this movie. You know, like Dog Days are over. Like we're kind of past a lot of this shit now, and like people can move on to other things, which is what they did in this movie. So it's kind of like that song was for like the ending of that movie. And then right. come and get your love was kind of like the the cap off for the whole series because that's basically what they all were doing. Like they were finding each other, they were finding love, they were finding family. Um, I remember in the second movie, like I'm I'm peeping how Gamora and a lot of them like kind of resolved themselves to the group. Like I don't really got nobody else, and they kind of did it like in a succession. It wasn't all like it wasn't like either standing around scene. It was like throughout the course of the movie. Gamora was still trying to dip, you know, like they was right. all looking for ways out. But then in the second movie, they're kind of more like, okay. And when Peter was talking about my dad, his dad, Gamora was like, I thought we were family. Like, I thought, you know, we was those people. And I'm like, right. damn, you know, like that's, that's real because her shift was crazy, but it was still subtle. It was like, I see y'all as comrades. And then by the end of this third movie is like, yo, your boy gets hit and everyone like the entire nowhere is like, bro, you got to go save rocket. Like right. do, do whatever you got to do. Like because the 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 I will say the power of music because I feel like in the MCU or a lot of the comic book universes, music from other planets are very 
uniform. And I right. think that the, I think subtly in the MCU, it's like saying Earth music is so diverse and so different that it is universally like just beautiful to most people. Like you're, they'll find songs that they like, which is why I like that last scene in which they were talking about their favorite artist. And it's like, you no, know, Earth music is the only music that would allow you to be able to have different tastes in music where other planets would just have like an alien song. Like that's a song of our people, you know? And I thought right. about that. Because think about Star Wars. Like, they just, the songs are kind of like, oh, they just have a song from, like, it's like a kind of song thing. But, like, we have music that can transcend any kind of rate. Like, right. that's why, like, you know, by the, by the end of the movie, they're getting, like, all the way set up with that stuff. So I thought it was really, really important to um establish those kind of themes early on. Even in something else that I wanted to touch on uh, when it comes to the music was that, if you pay attention in the movie itself, there are a lot of times in which the music is actually being played inside the universe of the movie and not being played as a soundtrack. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, and I didn't really understand that, like how subtle that is, but it's like they're hearing the same thing that we are hearing right now. They want right. and they will play it on set too. So it wasn't like they did it in post, like, no. We heard the song, they heard the song, the characters heard the song, and that's to get us all on the same page about how we're supposed to feel right now. Until I played Dog Days like loud from my speaker just now, I kind of wasn't getting like the dancing. But now that I'm playing it super loud and I see how the drums work and how the the um the hi-hats come in and everything, I'm like, okay, I mean, on the cymbals. Now I see why characters are like dancing like this because it would kind of make you want to do a jig. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, I could see, you know, like, and that would be a, a good song to kind of get people to cheer, you know, because when I watch videos of her performing the song and it'll be like a kind of like a like a like a black parade kind of like anthem kind of song. That's what it feels like. And so I give it that, you know, but I just I really appreciate how sometimes they would press like they play a song in the movie and like that's the song that we'd hear. And that was a nice touch because I can't think of other movies that ever has never done that you know they might they might i mean like i think iron man one he said i like, play my music or whatever may have you but like that was there it was no there was no there's definitely no marvel movie that did that the way that did guardians set that precedent yeah like, they, they set the precedent of making the music tell the story right because before that like i love the scores i love this guy I, I tell you bro i love the scores like going online and listening to the scores even like when the shows are over and the movies are over like the Eternals theme song is is fire. Miss Marvel's theme song is fire. like these Black Widow theme. Like just listen to the end credits. These songs are amazing. But well, to me, to me, honestly, nobody did a score for a movie better than Black Panther. I'm of sorry, of course, bro. That was the best of one, of course, bro. That's why. So my my standard is there. Mind you, we yeah. had got the success score and then the soundtrack, right? And they both go right. off. And they both go off. Cause I definitely played a score. I played a shout myself, out to score. Hans, like, bro. We were that. listening. We were listening to it. Um, shout out to Ludwig. We were listening to the score, and on when we was in on tour in Paris, we're like literally on the train on the train from the, from London to Paris, playing the score mm. from the movie because it was so good. It's so good. We, we were listening to it, trying to get inspiration. <laughs> For new music, you know what I mean? That's how we ended up coming up with uh, Me 
for really the Nightwolf album because the way the drums are, it was that was based off the Black Panther album. Yeah, I can see that Black now. Black Panther score. Yeah, that song that go hard though. That's yeah, that's I can see that. Album, so that's what, my standard when it comes to music and a Marvel movie is there. I'm you like, know, you gotta so, you gotta clip that. You know that right? You gotta, gotta cut that out. Yeah, that's, that's that's how that that's how that that's came about. Drop. Also, and so to me, the first Guardians movie was so when you heard it, I mean when you heard it, I'm like, wait a minute, like they doing this kind of different. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you plus out the walkman, you're like, what's going on? I'm like, they playing what were they playing? It was playing uh Earth Wind and Fire. Jackson Five, Earth Wind and Jackson Five. I was like, nah, this is kind of okay, okay, come and get your I was like, okay, I get it. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it made the movie what it was. That first scene, seeing Star Lord breaking in to steal the Power Stone and right. seeing "Come and Get Your Love" was perfect. Can you see him with the headphones on? You people watching him like when they had that comeback in in game, where they were where uh um um uh, what's his name uh Nebula and uh um War Machine were watching. Oh, uh, watching him, him steal come, it. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> and he goes, so he's an idiot, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. I was crying because I'm like, that's how it probably looked looking at it. Like, you just without like, the music, without without the music playing, you watching him with the headphones on, it's just, just him dancing around like an idiot. <laughs> but, like, no. that's what the music does for the movie, it really puts you in that space because. <laughs> I forgot about bro. that. Yo, he just just walking around kicking an animal for no reason, bro. Like <laughs> it just looks savage. Like, <laughs> oh man. But to me, Guardians Three just hits it. I mean, like I said, I didn't I didn't all the way love the score, but I will say that this there was nothing I had an issue with. Mm. You know, what I mean, it was like oh, it's, it's his preference. You know, I personally. That, I ain't gonna lie. That last dance scene, well, not the last dance scene, kind of was a little like uh, cringy for me. Just yeah, for me. yeah, it was. So it was cringy. It was cringy. It was cringy. But I just liked it for what it was. I liked it for what it represented at the time. It was like we're done. Like we're done. Like right. this is over with. Let's jump up and cheer. We done. It was a celebration. It was like a cast celebration. Right. And a lot of aliens were hearing Earth music for the first time in that moment. So I'm thinking about like from their perspective of like what what is this? You know, what am I listening to? This is beautiful. And that's kind of what happened to all of them throughout this these movies. You know, they like cause remember, like Peter listened to music, but like remember by the second movie, all of them listens to music to different people, except for Drax, I think. But and then Drax by this movie, you know, Rocket is like the guy that controls the music. Right. And they all have their preferences and stuff like that. Like right. I can and it, it, it became an important part of who they are, which happens for a lot of us. We like to attach ourselves to things that, that make us feel good and we identify with. Right. And when you go through life and you go through BS and you have shit happen <clears throat> to you, the songs right. that you have will be the same. The music you have will be the same. You'll have these, these things. There are songs that invoke emotions in your life from certain times, um, certain memories. And, you know... I feel like Guardians really emphasized that and made that like, yeah, music is an important part of your life. And even if you're not on Earth, it still will dictate or set a lot. Like, Because remember, he got the soundtrack in the second movie was the, the second tape that his mom made for him. Right. So it was like, 
that's the significant of that playlist. Like that's the playlist of like mother to son, you know, despite the crazy dad shit going on, like my mom was who the goat. Did did it feel like, and maybe I'm bugging, I have to go back and look at this, but did it feel like as the movies progress, the time, the years of the music progress as well? Because like for him to go, for him to be at the 2000s at that time, and that was the first time they actually played 2000s music. Yep. Did that make sense? Like, cause I was like, I'm, th- I was thinking about, it, I'm like, I feel like it started in the early '80s. Yeah, they kept um, pushing it up, and they kept pushing it up over time. Um, I have to go back and listen to the soundtrack of the of the second movie, but that's what it felt like to me. You know, I mean, that's what it, that, that's what it felt like to me. I felt like they were slowly pushing or going through the time periods. Because I said there had to be some significance to the fact that they picked a song from the 2000s. Like, there had to be a significance to that, you know, in some in some, in some some type of way. In yeah, my- I got to look up the, the soundtrack to Guardians 2, but um, it definitely was a progression. Like, they kind of moved through the eras. Every movie was, I think, I think it was 80s, 90s, and 2000s. It was the 70s, 80s, and 80s, 90s, and 90s, 2000s. Something like that. I think it was, like, mm-hmm. a sp- spanning, like, two decades because... I remember the mom gave him like an updated playlist of stuff like that. And then in this movie, specifically, Rocket has access to the Zoom that Peter got, which has access to, to 2010's music, which is why you get Florence and Machine. Um, so it's like they got access to more music over time because, you know, you're in space. It's not like this shit is dropping the same day <laughs> out there as coming out on planet Earth. So, and you got to get technology that can support it. So they couldn't listen to that a lot of that music because all they had was these mixtapes. Um, so when they got to Zoom now, they can listen to more current music. But also, right. yes, that was like a like, subtle way of showing like, this is the sound, just the music we live off of because this is what we have. Right, right. I think, like I said, once again, the characters also, I'm just getting to some of the other characters um, in the movie. We, we talked about Adam Warlock. Um, glad I was so glad to see that he joined the Guardians at the end. Yeah, because like, I'm like he's supposed. Is he, I thought I thought he leaves he's, the Guardians at one point. He joined. Time. He did. He did. Guardians. Does he? Does he? Is he, he at one point? Time? Yeah. Everyone that's on the team right now has been on the team before in the comics. Right. Um. I did love the other Ravagers coming back. Like I, if someone told me we gonna get Sylvester Stallone back, bro, I was like, nah, now nah, wait for what? But like, like having right. him, because like in Guardians two, you don't see a lot of him. You see him in the beginning right. and the end, but. In this movie, it also very subtly, right? Talk about this real quick. So remember in the first, in the Guardians two, when because remember at this time Yondu was like extra ostracized because he was people found out what Eagle was doing to the kids, right? And Raven is like, we don't do that, bro. Even though he stopped and kept Peter, they found out and it was like it doesn't matter that you stop. You were doing this stuff and you you know. You you were an accessory to the crime, mm-hmm. and I when he walked up, he was like, "Oh, I told my girl, I forgot the name." Um, he was talking about his wife. His wife was played by Michelle Yeoh, in the end of that movie. She was wearing a green outfit during the um, the funeral scene, and she now plays Sean She's mother. So, in the comic books, those two get fused together into one person by like a hawk god or something like that. Very weird comic books. But in this movie, he's the fused version of himself. 
Okay. So that's how you can subtly get out of having to recast somebody like Michelle Yeoh and have her play two people. Because technically now he's fused with his wife now and they're one person. Which is why he has that extra, extra outfit, the glowy outfit now, because he has powers now, or supposedly. Right. Um, so I love that. Because unless you know about the character, you wouldn't even think about where his wife at. Because if you weren't listening to him talk about her, you wouldn't know that was his wife in the first movie. I like that. Didn't have to, even didn't even have to be done, but they did it. Um, but like him having a part in this movie was was a pleasant surprise. You know, I like I like his scenes. Um, Gamora, you know, I felt like Gamora was still more personable than she was when they first met her in Guardians One, because right. she's been with the Ravengers this time around, right? And not just like. Out. And the Ravengers are like bandits, but they're also not assholes. Well, they are assholes, but like you know what I mean. <laughs> they, <laughs> so were like, totally, they were totally prepared to rob them when they first came. Yeah, like, I was about to say, you know what? No, if she didn't say we had an appointment. They were about to rob them for the sure. whole movie, bro. There's one of this keep running phase. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was like you were lucky you got I. Right. Oh, you lucky you. Got, oh, you got it because Yandu kept pulling up. Like, yo, what's going? on? I forgot that Yandu just kept pulling up all time guardians too. That's what I'm glad I'll be watching. They call the Ravagers. They ravage, bro. That's what they do. You know. Um, I I liked. I you know what I really liked the High Evolutionary. Yo, he killed that. I actually thought. I thought that. Um, shout out to. I'm I'm gonna say your name wrong, brother. I'm sorry, Chug Chug Woody Iwuji. Chug Woody. Yeah, Chug Woody Iwuji. He killed that, bro. He gave it. Yep. He gave him such depth. They and they gave they gave him an opportunity to flex, and I'm like, to flex. I, it felt like they let him just, however you wanted that to be. You seen the panel when he came out at that no. comic at the Comic Con panel? He no. was in character. You yeah. gotta watch that. He came he out was, to talk to us in character. It was interesting. He was he was he was perfect. Yo, that scene when he came because to go like, grab Rocket when he figured out that Rocket was right, bro. Right. I was like, yo, give me this. Hey, wait, what? He's like, because he, because he's like excited, but also mad. He's mad. He's like, why are you smarter than me? Like, how <laughs> are you, how are you able to do this? Like, right? Because you're not supposed to be able to, right? And, and if and because I made, he said I made you. So how did you figure it out? And I didn't. Right. Like, that was that was blowing his mind. And it's like, if you yeah. have a narcissistic parent or you have those kind of parents, <laughs> you understand, right? Like how that looks, you know, because. Even ego was very like, I'm I'm here, I'm really just using you. I'm really right. endeavor out here. I'm really just like all of this was just set up, bro. But right. he was like, listen, if you want to take a, like it, he was basically like uh um uh, Omni Man. He was like, Yo, if you don't want to help me take over the world, I'm just gonna use you to take over the world. Like, don't right. what you want to do. And like a high evolutionary man, like he really Nailed I'm it. glad they saved him. I because I noticed that Drax was carrying a big ass thing, but I didn't know what it was. But they did confirm that Drax carried out the high evolutionary off of his ship, so he did survive. Right. Um, the face I, like reveal. I said, he he did it so he did it so well to me. I was like, that's how the high evolutionary should be. I'm better than all of you. Even when they pulled up, <laughs> and he was like. He's a and he just stand. He's like, and he's like okay, now you got time for us. <laughs> I was like, all right. 
He's like, I don't got time for this, bro. I'm playing an action. He was never worried about them ever. Like he was was like idiots to him. He's like, they got better than me. Like it was just great job. Great, great job, man. Um, I really love the fact that they brought back uh, uh, Michael Ruka's character, um, Yandu. Um, Even briefly, I still briefly they had him. They had him show briefly. I was like, man. I was like, oh, rest in peace, bro. Use that arrow, my boy. Rest in peace, my guy. You know what you gotta do, boy. Like I'm, I'm watching Guardians two again. Like, damn, he really was going to go out like a real one. He really went out like a real one. Right. Like I'm, like, cause I'm the the, the death scene is fresh in my brain. Cause I'm, I'm watching it again. Like, yo, like, that's crazy. Right. I think, like I said, the and and Drax, they, I just, they did such a good job with everyone in the movie um and mantis character carried with her and Dra- her and, her and drax. drax bro some of the holiday special i was so happy to see that they kept a lot of that right like she's like <laughs> she's like shut up <laughs> like yo she's she's and i feel like anyone that I, 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 like you find your voice with right. your family you find how to talk because you gotta watch that. Like, if you if you if you skip the holiday special, go on Disney Plus, watch it today. I have, I had to go back and watch it because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, please watch it, bro. Trust me, I watched it two times. It's worth it. It's it's forty five minutes. You know, I'm watching it every Christmas. Um, it's good and it establishes some. You know, it's a heart touching little like something that like it makes sense why this want to be in the movie. Like, this is a lot of stuff that like random stuff that happened, but it's it's nice. So, um, the way they played off each other was to me was just brilliant. It was yeah. brilliant. It was like it was perfect. I was like, this is per- them two together is perfect, bro. I don't care what anybody says. He's like, oh yeah, Mantis, watch tracks. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh god. <laughs> and then he was and like, then, oh, remember he's like, calling him? He was like, where are you at? Said, I'm right he's here. Shit. He said, he said, you think I'm an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. Forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how many times she did that to him, bro? Yo, <laughs> forget about all of this. I'm like, nah, no way, bro. Nah, it was, it was. She was like, listen, I gotta do what I gotta do, man. Groot and was she... great, you know. Shout out to Groot, he actually spoke. Shout out to Vin Diesel, actually getting to speak an actual line in this movie. No, 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 no. You know what I think that was? It was, I think, very subtly. By the end of the movie, Gamora could understand him. Right. Right. Like, cause he says some shit and she just responded and she didn't realize that she didn't have to look at someone else to know what he said. Right. And she got annoyed, but whatever. And I think in that moment, we cannot understand him. Right. We understand him now. And, um, and I was like, that makes us feel like, yo, we spend, we did spend a lot of time with him as well. And yeah. We 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 learned that. So I I saw that as that like like to someone else he still said Iron Group, but now we understand what he means, and right. that's a subtle way. Because even if you could take the character into the future going forward, you could have it be like that. Where like depending on who he's talking to, I feel like it'd be fun if they gave him dialogue and had other people being like, "What does he keep saying? I am Group," and just like so we know <laughs> what he's saying to other people, but we know what he's saying. That'd be but interesting I, if they did that. They're not gonna do that though. But it'd be I know, but that'd be so funny because imagine like him having regular lines, like not a lot of lines, but just Sam aligned and someone else like a new character be like, 
what what is he saying? I am Groot, and 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 we'll be like, I know what he said. But, I, I don't, know. I don't think we're seeing the Guardians for a while. Like, no, I don't think we're seeing them ever again. I think we might see. We want to see. They said we're going to see Star Lord again, but the rest of them, I don't think we're going to see again. To be quite honest with you, maybe the newer team, but even then, so I'm. This is what I was going to say. You know, I was going through my characters of who I liked and who I liked the movies. I didn't like. Um, just I was going to say, Bradley Cooper carried. With his acting, of course. I mean, because he's Bradley Cooper. Um, when they showed the new Guardians, mm. I was disappointed. I was hoping that the girl was going to be Nova. Like, I thought that they might have made the girl Nova, which would have been cool. They made it, you know. No, nah, they but, made they, they used Phi Lavelle, which is stronger. She's stronger than that. Right. She's stronger than that. And... I was like, "Where's Nova?" They, they, they're going to do because Nova. I know that I know they're making a Nova move uh, show. It was supposed to happen a while back. They're supposed right. to put that tag scene, um, in Infinity War, like when Thanos showing up at Nova. They're supposed to like it's like a, like like an end credit scene of like someone surviving. Right. I don't know what they're waiting for, but I because mean, does and Nova's supposed to be part of the guard, the Guardians of the Galaxy at some point? In time. Eventually, yeah. Right. But Viola so Bell was, was a more running concurrent character, and she she. She has more. Also, they made her a kid, so like they can do a lot with these newer people. And now the team looks way more random than before. So when they pull up, you'd be like a kid, a big ass tree, a raccoon, a guy with a fin and a hook, and Adam Warlock, and Adam Warlock, a golden dude who, and a dog that's psychic, and and a psychic dog. Yeah. Now the team is like what. What the fuck is this? Y'all saving us? Right. And they're all like, Yeah, you guys can just chill back. And they're bro. pretty OP when you think about it. Think, they're OP as shit. It, they're all OP as shit when you think about Compared it. Compared to the first team, they are powerhouses. <laughs> Fala Bell by herself. Cause you see how powers activate when they were running. Right. I was like, ooh, they gave very, her the powers. Very similar to Captain Marvel. Power. They gave her the powers. So right. I'm like, group, alpha group right now. Alpha Groot is big as hell, bro. Massive, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like he Rocket got his tech. I'm totally like, listen, the, none of these movies would have happened without Rocket. That's when James Gunn said that Rocket was the main character of the three movies, maybe even more than Star-Lord. I see what he means. Because when you right. pay attention to the movie, Rocket was the one that got him out of prison. Right. You know? Rocket was the one that got him, um, um, that, th- that got him the ship. Right. He's the one that figured out how to, uh, I think, um, Talking about the the collector, he's the one that, that got that got Thor his hammer back, and the one that didn't fumble the whole situation fighting Thanos. Facts, he did his fucking part. Because we all know Star Lord dumbass had to go and ruin it. It's because he said, "My Gamora, no, bro, relax, bro." Okay, listen, listen. James <laughs> gonna say he hates that moment, and I'm like, I understand, but he said he want to have Peter. I'm like, is it? But how do you have it go off the rails? You know. And they use his character as like a like a like a loose cannon, and I'm like, I you know, whatever. It is what it is. It happened now. It's canon. Wait, James gonna say he hated that. Yeah, he said he didn't like the fact that they did that, and I'm like, oh well. <laughs> like someone had to do it. Someone had to do it. <laughs> they couldn't win in that moment. They, they couldn't win, win in that, that moment. moment. So they had to lose. You ever seen um how it should have ended before? It's like a YouTube channel. Mm-mm. They make animations about like just different scenarios and movies about how things could have went differently. And it was really funny because 
Remember in the beginning of the movie when like Wong cut off Obsidian Cole's hand? They just did the exact same thing to Thanos. Like in the movie, in the in the, in the animation, it was like, and we're done. And I was like, Wong said, "All right, I'm out, guys. Take me later." He just left the game, bro. Another thing they could have did that was that would have ended that real quick. Another thing they could have did was Iron Man could have turned the ship around. You didn't have to go to Titan. That's a fact. I guess they wanted it to be a thing how you meet the Guardians. So I guess, I guess. But you could have had the Guardians fight Thanos there and then have him turn the ship around. Him being on Earth with the Mind Stone, they could have figured out they could have got the stone moved from Vision long time ago. That's a fact if he was there. If he was there, they would have got the stone removed from Vision long time ago because he would have said, take it to Shuri. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or I'm moving myself. But, you know, yeah, I mean. Also, because he helped make Vision. So right. he'd be like, okay, we this is what you got to do. Right. They was like, oh, if Hulk was there, it would have been a difference. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Bro. All right, we already saw how Thanos four pieced them oh. up already, so that would not change shit. And they baited us in a commercial by having him run and then not put him in the movie and then put him in a suit. I was like, all right, you know what? All right, cool. Uh, anyway, Guardians Three was a really great movie. Right. Um, I so, recommend. So, what do you think? If they is release going? a box set, bro, I'm getting it. All right, I'm not gonna do that. But where do you think it's going? <laughs> What do you think? This is, you know, we we now in phase five. Is it phase five? Yeah, we're in phase five. Mm -hmm. Where are we going? Like, like these characters are in general. In these characters, because I still have not seen how they're going to pull all this together yet. We haven't got, we, how many movies in are we? Into what? Phase five? Phase five. Two. This is the two? Right? Because Black Panther Ant, was the Ant, end of Phase Ant, 4. Ant-Man Quantum Media was the beginning of Phase, beginning five. Of phase 5. Then it was Ant this. And then we got Secret Invasion. Right. We haven't got any shows yet. We're going to get Secret Invasion. Armor was going to be a movie now. So I imagine that. That's <clears throat> why I think what is a skull. A scroll. But here's my thing. With Phase 4, right? Phase 4 was a lot of in endings it's and introductions. a lot of setup. A lot of setup. And this is my this is the problem I'm having because and we got the Marvels coming right. We still have setup, like we're still doing setup. We're still doing endings and setup into Phase Five. Yeah, I haven't seen because Phase One wasn't Phase the end of Phase One. The Avengers, yes, that's what I'm saying. There was setup, and we got to the Avengers. Phase Two was more setup, and then by I think by that was Age of Ultron. Right, I think. Yes, Phase Three was Infinity War Endgame. Right, Phase Four. And all of those movies surrounding that, like Ant Man and the Wasp, right. Iron Man all Three, the setup, all the setup for that. Exactly. Phase Four mm -hmm. was this recent phase of Shang Chi, Black Panther Two, all of the new characters. Doctor being Strange Two, Doctor Strange Two, Marvel, she uh, Spider Man. Um. Um, far from home. Far from, no, it wasn't far from home. It was what's it called? No way home. No way home. Um, all of those movies were phase four. So that's, what I'm saying is, we've been setting up all the phase four. We still setting up in phase five because what they keep saying, they it, listen. 
Oh yeah, and 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 um, phase two was when Guardians one came out because they started stepping right. into the cosmic, the space right. stuff, and that's the thing. They're expanding the storyline. It's not we're just we're not just talking about Earth anymore. We're talking about what's happening in space, what's happening over here, what's happening over there. So now there's all these plot threads that sometimes start on planet Earth and don't like Loki start on Earth went somewhere else, and it's like so now you have these storylines that's spinning out of, and then Loki on top of all of this shit because he's outside of fucking time. So it's like, oh, don't forget to sorry, my bad cut you out, Chris. Mm-hmm. But don't forget the shows that went on two in phase four. Yeah, I know. So I'm just saying WandaVision, Loki, what if all of that, all of it, bro. All of it to me at this point now. Hawkeye. I feel like we are still doing setup. Phase four was a lot of stuff, a lot of content, you know. A lot of content. And I feel like at this point now, we should just at least know. Who like okay? We established that Kang is here, but have we established that Kang is going to be the big bad guy overall? No, we haven't established that yet. But even when you did like okay, to to defend this right, Age of Ultron came out. It wasn't like that was being teased before that. We just know that we have an Avengers team now. So it just said second movie. Here's a threat. Deal with this threat. But it wasn't like hinted before that. It wasn't like we see Tony working on. Now, the only thing that we will say is that like we saw that Tony's paranoia would lead him Tony's, to do. Tony's paranoia of the impending threat of Thanos caused him to create Ultron. Correct. Right. Ultron was created, and that's when they incorporated the Mind Stone, which once again connected to Thanos. There was a there was consistent things happening that led up to but there are things happening in this movie. Well, in like what, bro? We don't like what cosmic energy. All right, bro. Yes, the eternal cosmic energy. How does that play? How does that play into Kang? Kang, he's in control of cosmic energy, he uses quantum energy for everything, and on top of that. Eventually, he's going to start to cross over to all. Because if you start fucking with the universes and start causing incursions, you're messing with the cosmic balance of things, mm. which will start to encourage these greater forces to come into play. When normally these things wouldn't matter. Like for example, like when um the Avengers time travel, the TBA says like that was supposed to happen. That they they wasn't affected. They wasn't making a new timeline when they did that. What they did then, and they actually made sure it wasn't affecting things too much, so we let it rock out. But that's because they 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 understood time travel specifically. I do understand what you mean. There's a lot of things that we don't know where they're Chris, going. And how gotta... but, but but we have like the ten rings, we have the bangles, we see where that's gonna go with the marbles. I do feel like there are loose threads. Now on the planet Earth we have the through line. I told we talked about this in Black Panther. We have the the government, you know, trying to take advantage of everything that's going on with the superheroes, like team it being stuck in the ocean the uh um, vibranium on planet earth like so they're messing with all the superhero stuff on the earth everything that happens on the earth and some degree was in is dealing with the plot of the governments trying to be involved even um she hulk touched on that because they were in court and we learned to, the sokovia courts that have been abolished you know what i'm saying so the politics of the earth or the even even um new Asgard and like them being there and their politics of them being on a planet, like that that is the plot or like the underlying theme of the show that take place on Earth. But for everybody else, 
it's they have their condensed stories. Like the Guardians was about like the first movie was about them accepting their roles as if you're able to help someone, you should be able to. You know, you should be a hero. You should try and help people. The second, right. you know, um, what else else moved Eternals was more like a I felt like the Eternals was more like a like a like a like an epic. Like a Homer epic. It was like, you know, look at these this has been going on in the background, like very Justice League kind of feel. You know, they want you to feel ethereal about it because these are not real people. They're like these genetically, cosmically made robots and they're being run by like the Eshram, the judge who decides of the fucking solar system. Like, I would understand why like that movie would feel weird placed next to everything else because it's supposed to be aside from everything else. So right. when you look at like what happens in these movies, everything that happens in space, like Eshram the judge took four of them people and dipped. <laughs> It was like we're gonna. I'm gonna read your minds and left. So we don't know that's sitting. You gonna come back at some point. You know what I'm saying? But it has to fall in a way like, and they have to incorporate everyone properly. I'm, that's I'm, why. But I'm this, just saying. That's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Because they have to. They, we're expecting people to be introduced now. Phase one and phase two. We weren't expecting anything. They were saying like, here's the three characters. Here's the team. Like, cause they introduced Hawkeye and Thor. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm and, saying. And he wasn't that's even a saying. big character in the movie. I think you really that they're doing him. too much, bro. We don't need a movie for some of these characters. Introduce them in the other movies, bro. We're about to have Secret Invasion, right? That's coming up in like a couple weeks, right? Then we got Loki season that. two in October Hype for that, right? And then we got the Marvels at the end of the year. That's it for the rest of the year. Exactly, because they got to slow down. Oh no! And an echo about the the de- they dropping. Why is Echo? We gonna find out. Getting its own show. We gonna bro. find out. Why, bro? Like it doesn't. I promise need you, bro. There's gonna be some. We don't need it, bro. That's what I'm saying. We don't need it, bro. And then you see Daredevil and Kingpin pop up in that shit, and you're like, oh, that's why. There's a reason why these shows exist. Just because it's called Echo doesn't mean it's gonna be focused on like just her running around trying to vent her fucking father. That's not gonna be it. She's just who we viewing these situations through. Because think about she, no one was going to expect that Daredevil was going to be in She-Hulk. No one would have guessed that. Nobody would have guessed no that. No one was going to guess I kinda, that. I kind of guessed it, though. Once they said they were doing it, and as a lawyer, I was like, they're going to introduce him there. It made sense. I right. Kinda. And then, but him being in Spider-Man, still, still an iconic yeah, moment. Still iconic moment. I was like, holy and shit. And it's like, <laughs> why can't people just trust these motherfuckers now? Like, just roll with, trust but, it. Okay, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you already introduced Daredevil. Just hear me out. Daredevil was introduced twice, and we get an echo before we get his show. His show is being made right now. It's not that they're not making it. It should have been made, bro. Like, what are we doing, bro? We get an echo. Nobody care about echo, bro. We already seen Daredevil twice, and they already pushed Blade back. Blade will come out this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they already pushed Blade back because also, of issues with the also, writing. Also, listen, we want to say. To all of the writers who are on strike right now, keep going. Okay? I know we're talking about winning shows on a timely schedule, but if y'all not feeling like y'all getting paid adequately for these streams, like Snoop Dogg said about these streams, like people making millions of dollars streaming your album, but you getting pennies, no, like this don't make any sense. We got to update the model. So if you guys want to hold out for streaming, because if your stuff being syndicated and you're not seeing that money, like why does like that's 
we stand with y'all. I won't let y'all know like when as as I, I definitely I definitely stand with y'all. But whoever wrote that white boys can't jump movie that came out, that new one, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe you need to get. I ain't see it. It was corny. Yeah, that shit was corny as hell, bro. Oh. Nah, that shit was corny as hell. Like, I, like you know, like sometimes you be like, I stand with y'all, but you be like, who be writing this bullshit, bro? Like you be sitting damn. there, like, God damn, who wrote this, man? I'm hyped for Captain America four. You know what I'm saying? New World right. Order. They get salmon new suit. We getting that at the top of the, um in May, 2024. That's what I'm saying, bro. Within the next, they slowing within, down. Within the next, by the end of 2024. We still aren't gonna are not going to have an Avengers movie. Yeah. We still we're still doing setup. Yes. Going to 2025. Because think about it this way. Who is gonna gather the Avengers? Nick Fury, think about it. Who's gonna be in charge? That's what I'm saying, bro. We don't know yet. That's what I'm saying. We Nick don't Fury's know. sad, bro. Hold on. This dude's been in space hiding out because his team got wiped out, bro. And you want to be like, all right, let's just do it again. He's not Amanda Waller. This is not the DC universe. Amanda Waller don't give a shit. Then give, like, us somebody dead, else, somebody give us somebody else, bro. Give us somebody else. I'm on, just, man. I just, I just personally. How feel you going like to get mad if they're not doing DC shit by rushing it? I'm not saying they should rush it. I'm saying to you, we are deep in here, and y'all giving shows and movies to people we don't give a shit about, bro. We don't. What oh do we need God, a Thunderbolts? Don't do that. What do we need a Thunderbolts movie for? What do we need that for, bro? Because we have all these characters in the MCU and might as well just put them on a team. Because let me tell you something. If you don't do these kind of things, then other things don't make sense. It's either you just skip entire plot lines. I'm not saying. And just be like, Kang just appears in the movie. And you'd be like, oh, he has to deal with this threat. Oh, he was in this one thing. Because think about how long they teased Thanos. Imagine Kang just showing up in like every second movie. But for that's like what I'm saying. Years. Te- and that, that might be fine. You but need not, to be teasing. Nowadays. You need to be teasing Kang from like they tease Thanos from Avengers. Whoa, 1, whoa, whoa, right? whoa, whoa, okay. They tease Thanos twice from, from Avengers. Sorry, it was three times. Avengers one, Cap. Avengers one, Guardians, and. At the end of um no Avengers one Guardians at the end of Age of Ultron and then again, um, again at the end of Thor, where he actually showed up that time. Thor Ragnarok. That's when he shows up, and the Thor Ragnarok he shows up. That and then that's when that's end game. So yeah, that's that, when that, that. But, but like they tease them, and we knew the stones were leading to something. That's all I'm saying. Right, and we know that all I'm saying is something. that we already we had we had Avengers movies with Avenger level threats, and they were a team together, and we saw them, and then they broke apart again, and they came back together again, and then they broke apart again, they came out, and there were more people this time. Right, I'm saying, and now we're we living in a world in the MCU that's post watching that shit happen. So now they're like, I'm sure that, you know, Kate Bishop Hawkeye want to be on the team. I'm sure, I'm sure she does, but Hawkeye's gonna be like, fuck out of here. I'm sure that um, uh, Miss Marvel wants to be on the team, and we're gonna see her want to be on the team. And people are like, "This is not. This is not. We're not the Power Rangers. Like, this is real." Bruce Banner. I'm sure that he's like, "Yeah, I would love to have a team, but like, I lost my best friend. He's I'm gone. Saying, like, I'm you know, saying, people are grieving. I'm just saying you know, that they're gonna take in- some time for someone to think about like, 
like making a new team of people. I do think that Nick Fury is going to do it. I do think he's going to have a hand in it. And I feel like we're going to see that happen after this movie because he's now he's because he wasn't involved. I feel like if if because who also organized it because who also have the, the government sanction outside of the government? That's what the Thunderbolts are for. This is answering your question. The Thunderbolts is your answer because who has the power to make a team? Bow. She has the power to make a team right now. Thunderbolt Ross has the power to make a team. Everyone else we talked about, all the heroes, none of them has authority to make a team right now. We don't care. It don't matter, but we don't matter. Logically, no one has government authority to make a superhero team right now for the good. Because even then, their Avengers were on hot water. They made the Sokovia Accords. So making a superhero team right now is not as easy as just like, oh, we just have this bad guy show up and like this six year will just happen to come together and then they beat the guy and they'll give him some medals. This ain't going to be Star Wars, bro. I'm all thinking I'm about saying like the real you, life version of this shit. All, like, all I'm saying to you, do you realize how many heroes right now that you have hanging that were introduced? Yes. And that we don't know if they're going to be in the next movie of the same, like how you have certain characters for Thor. We don't know if they're going to be in the same that movie or the overall arching theme. I know what you mean. What they're doing. There's a lot of characters, because, but but because there are more cross, crossovers are happening fat. Crossovers are happening faster, right? But they're happening more subtly. They're not happening where we're like taking main characters and throwing them into each other movies right away. We're not doing that. What we're we doing is building up people that to see with who Civil people War. like. We literally did that with um with um Winter Soldier. And Civil War. We didn't meet Black Widow until when? She was in Iron Man 2. She was in Iron Man 2. When did we see her again? She was in Avengers. Avengers. When did we see her again? Age of Ultron. Winter Soldier. Her and Captain America were literally together. Matter of fact, Winter Soldier introduced, had her, had um, introduced Addy. Falcon, and introduced Black Panther at the same time. At the same time. Yeah, but those movies were supposed to do that. Iron Man and Captain America. So why can't Thor. we do that with these other characters that don't need their own shows? Could you imagine if that, that, that at that time, they gave Black Widow her own movie show, and they gave... Um, that was misogynist uh, CEOs, that's why. Yeah, I get it. If, if they gave Hawkeye's own movie show and they did all that in between, come on, bro. That would have been too much, bro. It would have been too but much. But a time, yeah. It been but too much. Time. We're like, yo, it's, just, like, it's too much happening, too much to remember, bro. It's like, that's what people have been complaining about. People can complain I ain't about it. I'm watching people have, people have been saying that they're doing too much. But that's why they're slowing down. But that means you have to wait longer to see the fucking team if you want, Adrian. That's what... It's either they're going to speedrun this shit and give you an Avengers 5 tomorrow, or they have to slow it down from phase four of dumping all these people on you. Now they have to, like, let it breathe and let the team space out. Because, again, in the, in the world of the MCU, there is no person that has the power to make a <clears throat> superhero team and be sanctioned by the government effectively. No one's going to take that chance. Nick Fury was the only one because he had government clearance. There's no other person who's going to be like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Because even Captain America, like, look at that. Like, they, they were still like, yo, what are you doing here? Even though, like, he's him. But technically, he took the shield back from the government-sanctioned version of himself. Right. So it's like... And Asia Ultron, I mean, Asia Ultron introduced Wanda. I'm, all I'm Wanda saying is... Pietro. Yeah. Wanda Pietro. All I'm saying is... 
and Vision, Wanda Pietro and Vision. All I'm saying to you is you can introduce these characters by creating a situation where they have to all come together. And it doesn't have to, have to be the big bad threat of Kane. It could be other threats that might have to be like, okay, let's let's bring this person into this, introduce this character in this. This character helps solve this problem of this person. So that's how I feel it should go. I so feel like we don't need say like all what, these shows and movies for stuff so that could be introduced in the same shit. That's you all. have it. So, but, but they still do that. They introduce uh, um, Ironheart in Black Panther. I know. You know, then she's getting a show because. And then she getting a show on top of that. Right. But. All before I, we get know, another Avengers movie. And you're going to say like, you know, she might not need the show. Because you can I just wanna, have her I wanna, show I, up. I want to have the show. In the next movie, but you don't have to have the show. You're going to have her show up in the next movie, upgraded, and we're just going to assume that she's been working with somebody, right? That's your argument. Because well, it would still work. Bro. Easy. It would still work. Let me this, tell you how it works. Yes or no? Sure it would still work. Say, it would I work. Know somebody like, oh, she got a, she, you I don't got need a show to show she got upgraded to. Right. She doesn't need a show I get for what that. you mean, but I want the fucking TV show. You have the money now. I want the TV show. I want it. I don't give a shit. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I just feel like we're doing too me much, Me people bro. like, Secession is finished, man. Give me these fucking superheroes. I'm going to tell you shows, something. Bro. By the time they probably come back to reintroducing some of these characters, we're going to forget about their whole story, bro. Good. And it's not going to matter what show they had because bro, you didn't think about the show. I had to go back and watch Shang-Chi again. I completely forgot about that movie, bro. I was like, oh, I said, this did happen. Because, and where he at? Somewhere else. Right? Who knows no, 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 no. He's going to be in the next Avengers movie, though. Doing doing, doing what? We how you going to know how to show? How you going to know how to show? Know. That's going to be four years apart from when he first started to go. We don't know what he's going to be doing. So they need to introduce him again before we get the big, we get a Thanos-level threat. We need to have a threat that they should all be together. Nah, Sean Shivana is a movie character, so you're going to pop up in just movies, bro. That's what you want. They, be, they better put Shang-Chi and Captain America New World Order or something, bro. That's what I'm saying. If they don't... If Watch they don't, him be in the movie. Watch him be in the movie, If they don't introduce these niggas at some point in time in these motherfucking movies, bro, I swear on you everything, <laughs> if these motherfuckers just pop up randomly, I will walk out of the theater. Here Wait, you. hold on, bro. Wait. What do you mean you pop up randomly? What you mean? They be like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, we got a guy, Shane, she just happens to be walking down the block, and it's like, yo, let me come and save the day. Fuck out of here, bro. Nah, no. So what, that, so, so what are things happening in the city he's in? Huh? We not doing that, bro. Shang she ain't pop up now. No time throughout the entire. The, but entire... people know who he is. Bruce Banner, Captain Marvel, Juan. They know about him. So they, at any time they can always call his ass. You know that, right? They could be like, "Yo, we we need you to help out with this." They need to call him on a level that's not King. That's what yeah, I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like, call him I will be totally get fine to if Kane. you pulled up in Captain America Civil War. I mean, I'm Captain America. Um, I'm, I'm saying, New World Order. I'm with I'm that. Saying. I'm with that. They need to do because if they if, if they go if they doing it like how they doing it right now, you're gonna have so many characters and not enough space to incorporate them. Yo, into other stuff. Talk, how are they gonna bring the Eternals back in? We, we don't talked about this. No, no, no. Hold on. We we missing the answer right in front of our faces, bro. It's Wong, bro. <laughs> he gonna pull up. Wong he gonna, gonna be in Eternals. Wong gonna, gonna pull be in up. Captain America. He gonna be in the Marvels. Fucking, 
You gonna be in everything. You'll be like, yo, what's up? I'm a wizard. This is my friend Sean Chi. He gonna help you out. I'm gonna leave him here. Oh, bye. Show up at Captain America. We don't even know Wanda's dead. He's not dead. I mean, we don't know if Wanda is dead. We don't know how they're gonna bring back Doctor Strange. We don't know. Well, okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We don't know the time jump between him getting that eye thing and him going to the dark dimension with Clea. We don't know if that's like where he's at right now. That could have been like a year after that. They could always do that. Why are we getting Agatha age covering the chaos, bro? What do we need that for, bro? Like, we don't need that, bro. Also, yes, you're right. But let me tell you something. What I read recently is that what they're doing is they're naming every episode differently based on a different theme. So it has something called the Dog Code Diaries, which is kind of like a, a play on another show. So every episode, or seemingly every episode, will kind of like how be WandaVision is, where like you're going through a scenario, seen through the lens of the the aesthetic of a different TV show or series or kind of series. And I, it's, I don't think it's going to be just focused on just Attica, but I do think it's going to introduce Wiccan and Speed, or at least Wanda's kids, or like there's going to be fallout from what Wanda, this, that was not a clean situation. Like, that was messy. She left Cosmic Angie all over the place. Like, like, so I could see, and then this change want a change out of the left. I could see all of that has ramifications. I feel like we're going to get that. Now, I feel like that does need a show. If you just have her just pop up, like, not in her fairy tale thing, you'd be like, yo, well, then what happened to Wanda? Or we can always just assume mm-hmm. that when Wanda kind of died, all the stuff that she ever did got undone. And I think that's what you're going to see in Attica. Like, at some point, I think Wanda, like, kind of dying or whatever, will undo the spell on Agatha at some point during the series. And we'll see her monster around and introduce people who've never seen before because she's a a rando. She can go someplace and meet someone, and we're never going to know who that person is. We're never going to meet the person before. She doesn't know anyone that we already know. So, like, that's how, you know, and, yes, you, you pull people in with that. You can't. I, you know, I know what you mean. The older movies was when you met people. Like, that was the whole plot of the movie was, like, meeting these new people, these new people showing up and, and being threats or being, you know, um, um, an obstacle. But now it's more like people are being inspired by the events of Phase 1 and 2 and 3 and trying to do the right thing about it and the world's falling apart. Um, But I do feel like, you know... Like we talked about, like we don't have a clear direction. There are some things that are going on that lend to it. Like I said, the cosmic energy, the space stuff, the the Eternals thing, the thing with the planet, like that almost ended it. Like every movie, something's about to destroy the world. You know, we have the incursions, we have teaming, we have um um the high evolutionary eventually was going to take over the planet if you let them. So it's like we have all of these things that are happening and now in the TV shows, the world's not about to end, but on the movies, they always are. And it's like, you don't, we have these people popping up, and it's like, we don't want to have them, like I said, I, I do think that people are not, a lot, okay, let me say this. Me and you are kind of smart. We can kind of see Ruby show up in the next movie with an upgraded suit, right, and talking to, like, you know, uh, 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 Jarvis or, or the, you know, the AI, and we would assume based on the comic books, that, hey, that that's the voice of her friend, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? We could mm-hmm. assume that. But people nowadays would go, what happened to her? What happened? 
you I wish they would have shown what happened. That's that was happening. Now you weren't thinking that back then, but some people like I wish we got to see what what Captain America was doing between you know one and two. Okay, now we have Disney Plus. Now we're gonna do so many TV shows. So it's like where they answered that question, but now they answered it. They they took a massive swing, but I like it this way. I'd rather not. I'd rather Miss Marvel be a TV show than a movie. I'd rather because these things would suck as movies. They would yes. suck as movies. The problem is that they've already made it clear that whatever happens in the TV shows is directly as the movies, and that they're all canon. And at any point in time, a show, any point a, a character in the TV show will appear in the movies. Right. And so now you have excess characters that right. couldn't make movies, but now they're making TV shows. And I just feel like that's creating kind of a situation where you just got too many. But I feel like they're still doing it intelligently. Carry around like, because we don't even know look who at Hulk. the is going to be. She Hulk said specifically save it for the movie. Save it for his movie. Just save it. Because now they have the rights to do a movie about him. Yeah. It's also legal shit, too. Kevin Foggy said a long time ago, if he had the rights to everybody, he would just do close to what happened in the comic books. Like, just bar for bar, just go through Maybe, it. Could we not get an X-Men movie? Maybe I don't want an X-Men not, movie, It's bro. not slated. But the, I want I'm a guessing, series. I want guessing, a short series. I don't think they're going to do that either. I'm guessing they're going to... What would you um, want? They're probably going to be incorporating them somehow because they've been talking about mutants. Here's what so, I think. I think that we're going to see one of them in a movie. Like, probably. appear. Or or there'll be a plot point of, like, developing power. Kind of like how in Deadpool 2, the kid powers out of control. Like that, right? Then, we might get a show... And Deadpool 3 is going to be canon. Yes. Because the multiverse is canon. Everything's canon, Adrian. That's another thing. But it's not just about the MCU anymore. Phase one, you weren't connected to anything else. We so is Deadpool going to be in the Avengers movie? Maybe. Why are you asking me a question? I'm not Kevin. You don't know, because you don't know. I know you don't know, because we got mad characters in limbo right now. Oh, did you did you see Endgame? How many motherfucking people is in that damn army, bro? Let's be clear. Let's stop. Hold on. Let's be clear. Okay. The niggas in the army, the rest of the B-list niggas didn't matter, bro. We knew who we was there to see, bro. We was there to see the Avengers once again take on another big bad threat. Yeah, we had a bunch of B-list. And I said this in the Ant-Man video, bro. We had War Machine. Once they established the core team, but we haven't gotten it. We don't even know. Who would you pick? That's no, no, what no. I'm saying. Who would you who pick is the core, core team, team right now? I don't even know who. We, yo, listen. No, no, no. We know. You know Thor's coming back, so Thor's gonna still be there. Okay. Hulk is coming back. Hulk is gonna still be there. Mm -hmm. Star Lord is coming back, so I'm guessing Star Lord is gonna still be there. Maybe. What's the name's gonna be the new Captain America? Uh, okay, fine. Sam's gonna be the new Captain America. He ain't the he ain't the other Cap, so he can't keep up with the rest of them. Doctor Strange is still gonna be there because you know he's coming back. Um, that's a Hulk already, right? Yes. Hulk, um, and that's all I know. The rest of these niggas, I don't even know if they actually gonna. Sh Blade is not showing up for no Avengers level threat, my nigga. I'm telling you right now, he not showing up, bro. And of course, the, the Fantastic Four comes out right before um the Avengers movie, so I'm guessing that that's gonna be directly a canon, a canon into the Avengers movies that come out. Like, they might have to fight Kang in their movie and it spills over into the Avengers movie. 
Well, they're gonna have Doctor Doom. They said Doctor Doom is going to be because they need Doctor Doom in order to be the Secret War movie. Secret War, you need Doctor Doom. So that's and why. And see, we ain't gonna get no TV show building them up. They're just going to show up, right? That's what you want. Reality is, they're probably most likely going to incorporate one of the Fantastic Four and one of the shows or movies coming out before that. That's probably what they're going to do. At least one of them. You're going to at least hear about them or know about them or something. Not going to just fucking, all right, Fantastic Four out. They're not going to do that. Marvel's never done that. They're not going to do that. The only time they do that is with, with Shang-Chi. It's like, he just here now. You know what I'm saying? He just he just here. He's just alive. Been chilling, watching the whole world. The Eternals. Watching the whole world burn while they ain't do nothing. Whole waste of a movie. We didn't need that movie, bro. What are the Eternals? Team it. Chris, answer, answer this question. Team what it. are the Eternals going to do? Team it. What that mean, Chris? So, if you don't remember... Some of the plot of Captain America 4 is they're going to extract the metal from Teemit and create animantium. Now, the Eternals themselves, like, this is the thing. People was like, everything's so connected. Everything's so, you know, it, it's so stifling. And now we have this movie that just happens just in the background of the MCU. Right now, like that movie could have not even happened at all. But you have, I said, we talked about this. We have ramifications now that it have affected. Now we have a giant hand in the face sticking out the ocean. So at the end of that movie, they became relevant to the entire world. Now, no one knows who they are, but that's the point. No one's supposed to know who the fuck they are. But um, the, <laughs> the way the movie went, it was kind of what it is. I just saw it as like waste of a movie, bro. But like when you introduce a team of people, sometimes like like let's say like if Guardians One came out and like there was no Guardians Two, it would have felt the same exact way, because you just had people to show up, do some stuff in this part of the universe or whatever. And even though it happened on planet Earth, like we're dealing with things that like half the movie took place in the past. So it's like we're dealing with things that are dealing with the building blocks of the MCU. We're dealing with things that took place before we were aware of them. We're dealing with like, you know, even I think about how the Tesseract was shopped around us in, in, in phase one. Like it popped up at like what the the Captain America had it, right? We see Rose Gold. We've seen we seen the Tesseract since phase one. Captain America. No, no we've seen it before that, didn't we? Nah. We didn't see it in the Iron Man movie? No. I thought we did. Not in the Iron Man movie. It was in at the end of Thor, and it was applied in Captain America. Right. Captain America is the one he took, because Resco took it out of from, from where it was at, was being housed, and dropped it into the ocean, and they recovered it. And then at the end of Thor, they brought it to Eric Selvin, who was being in the control by Loki. So Thor was a direct tie-in to Avengers One because that that movie led into the threat of Avengers One, and people don't understand that they always do that. Like Ant Man and the Wasp. They ain't doing it now. Thor Ragnarok led into the Avengers movie. The Fantastic Four is going to lead into the Avengers movie. Like There's whatever's Thor, happening. Love and Thunder leading to nothing but but annoying. That movie was annoying. Okay, but the other movies don't always do that. 
What other movie? That happened in the face. I was talking about the, the there's the, there's one where it always leads up. Even yeah, it's gonna be Fantastic Four. Even in what Netflix, saying, bro, they had uh, Iron Fist lead up into Defenders. Like the plot from Iron Fist pushed into Defenders. Like it's like so someone's threat has to get upscaled. You can't always just throw in a new threat. Some it feels new to people watching the movie, but it's like if you've been watching it consistently, you see like the shit has been going on in the background subtly. But we just don't know which one of these things will become super important. We do they in, but they did say, oh, it's gonna be Kang, which I feel like they shouldn't have never said. They should have just let it be what it is. Right. I that's what I'm that's what I'm going to say. I feel like what they should have did, and it feels like to me, this might be a this is more of a money grab thing. That's why I'm kind of upset. It feels like to me that Marvel MCU saw how well Infinity War and Endgame did. They saw how well that did. We said like, we need to do that again. So forget, forget storytelling, making sense of a buildup into a, a threat of this magnitude. Let's just introduce, 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 and then big bad threat at the end. That's what it feels like to me. Mm. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's like, it doesn't feel like it's thought out of how subtly going to introduce them. Minor threat, another, another, you know, uh, war with Loki. Age of Ultron, Thanos. It was like it was threats that got bigger as time, which required more people. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like they're gonna just end up dropping everybody into the new Avengers movie when it comes out in twenty twenty what five, twenty twenty five, no twenty twenty six. Yeah, twenty twenty five. It comes out May twenty twenty five. That's what it feels like. We're gonna get because these two Avengers movies basically are. In game, I mean Infinity War in game. One comes May May second, two thousand twenty five. The next one comes May first, two thousand twenty six. So they're basically. I just feel like they started announcing shit, and we started going in a bad direction. Like, cause now we know too much. We feel like we can anticipate things. If someone said like, cause let's say like even a Thanos build up was one, but they weren't talking about it. They weren't telling us. They weren't having interviews about it. Or like maybe we were maybe they were and we weren't listening back then because we were kids. But it wasn't like that. It was more like people weren't paying it any mind. See, the difference is that Marvel's popular now. So now people expect to hear what they're going to be doing. When in the past they could just be free to do whatever they want. And, you know, we just had to deal with whatever would happen after that. Um right. but I do feel like it's the curse of, you know, it it's like you, you know, like you're gonna get more notoriety um and you're, it's going to be harder and harder to keep your life out of the public eye that's just what it is um people are going to start to obsess over knowing things about you and stuff like that um and it makes it so that when you do release like i'm going to be doing this i'm going to you know here's a teaser for this is it, it means way more because now it's like you can't even go back on that now now you have to like you got to deliver and so that's no, how, Marvel. That's how like, people always been. People always been that way. Yeah, but like Marvel now was those people. Marvel wasn't those people when it started. They were like, you know who? Set. You know what's a good example of that in music? I'm gonna give you an example of that right now. We could probably end the episode. I'm gonna be talking for a minute. Yeah. A good nice. example of music of that is Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean, good example. Frank Ocean is a good example of that. We know you got a Coachella set coming. You're doing all this teasing, all this stuff. We. We know we gotta be getting the album. It's been like six years, like five, six years, man. We know you've been working on the album. We know that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So we gotta be getting the album. 
all this anticipation, all this stuff, everything, bro, for it to, for it to be what it was, bro. He come I'm out glad I ain't stay up to watch that. Late as hell, didn't do the stream. And then we hear what happened was like, and then and then the, the organizer was like, "Yo, that wasn't us." Like that wasn't him. They changed. He made changes at the last minute. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, and he you know they had an ice skating ring and get the guy in the ice skating ring, and then he canceled second weekend. Right. Like, well, fuck us then. Cool. That's what MCU doing right now, and I don't think MCU understands that they're doing that. That's what I'm saying. They don't understand that they're doing that to fans. They are creating with all these timelines and future releases and stuff like, oh my God, yeah, we're about to get on hype. Ooh, I can't wait. Right. And, so, and, and people are going, expecting these things. And I'm like, it's not like that no more. You kind of got to... It's not like you say, oh, you're getting uh, a cheeseburger and you know exactly what that's going to be. It's like you're getting the best food in the world. Okay, what's that gonna be? You're gonna find out, and it's like, oh, well, I'll be the judge of that, like, because now we don't know exactly what it's gonna be. You know, they just said you're gonna get this course, you're gonna get these things, you're gonna have, um, even more so now the idea of this is what we're working on. Like, it's so strong now the BTS scene, the behind the scenes culture. You know, and I talked about this. I don't like it. I feel like it takes away from the creative process of things because now instead of you just fucking making something, you gotta you also have to make it and then make a making of it and then make a making of the making of the making of it. Like every fucking thing plus show has an assembled, you know. I do mm -hmm. like watching that stuff, but do you know what I mean? Like it's it's mm -hmm. like the entertainment news. It's like you're finding out what Adrian Daniels is doing when he's not making music. Why is that your job? But it's not going away. So it's like Marvel now has to play into that. But it makes us feel that, you know, they the ones that things, created it. Oh, but two things though. One, I'm happy that Marvel is expanding their roster, letting more people write. You know, we never would have got Black Panther if, if you know, we never would have gotten um um Chloe Zhao doing Eternals. Like, we never would have gotten these things. Now we got Spider Verse. Like, like the people who are behind these movies are people like us, people who um are from other cultures that normally would have never gotten a chance. So, mm -hmm. you know, if they have a want to tell a story that they don't know where it's going to go because they, they're just blessed to be here, I'll let them do it. Because I think Kevin Feige should chill with all the with all the timeline and release order. I'm like, I think he should chill with that. I mean, I know. It gets right. I feel hype, like I feel like you I think should say like we have a general idea. And because then you got to make because how many changes they had to make to phase four already? And you know yeah, phase five. Make, Phase five been changed because Blade not gonna be in there. Blade, Blade, Blade not gonna be in it. So it's like it the whole of, thing is like I rather Marvel just have a website of what they currently think is gonna be and it's updated. So we don't have you don't gotta have a panel. You don't gotta but I, you know I get it because having a website would be a website would be way more like like intrusive as opposed to waiting to see every Comic Con or a panel like what's different you know and that's what's happening now. We don't know what's going to be going on because they might say, hey, the writer strike, you know, we can't do this show right now. So we're going to like even Doctor Strange and Spider-Man was supposed to be flipped. You know, so it was like they were trying to break down the story narratively because they had to like Photoshop it together because of, you know, different situations. So I just like, you know what? That's why I don't be judging, because sometimes the shit don't happen the way they want it to happen. And they got to like make changes and still make it make sense to the movie, because when you watch those two movies, you would make you would be weirded out though. Like Doctor Strange isn't more on top of what the fuck's going on because he just dealt with this. But I digress. 
Anyway, good episode. Good episode. Um, thank you guys. Oh, wait, who's your week of the week? Like oh. Kevin Guardians 3. Mm. Let me think about it. Oh, I already know who mine is. I already know who mine is. Uh Craglin. Nah. Nope. Craglin, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't do that, bro. For half the move, the whole ship is like, bro, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. Craglin. The only other person I would say is Gamora. Yeah, I'll give you that. Because her fucking call, yo, <laughs> when she <laughs> called for help and no. just said, yo, here's where we at, I was like, oh my God, bro. No man. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'll get idiot, bro. Yeah. That yep. got me mad as hell. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even gotta be like you don't gotta be cool with them, but like you do understand that right now you're like letting everyone know where you're at to come pick you up. Like you they're they're trying to murder everybody here. I know you don't <laughs> care about them, but come on, you're on the ship. That got me hey, mad listen, as hell. Listen, you, know, you I, guys I, you guys let us know who your week of the week is. Um in the comments. And then our messages let us know who you felt like it was the weakest person. I thought you were gonna pick um uh Adam Warlock. Weak. My man's definitely was not weak, bro. If there was Mentally, one thing, Adam, yeah. If there's one thing Adam Warlock was not, that nigga was not weak. The man was mentally weak. He was a yeah, toddler, I guess, bro. I guess, but he put a hole in a couple people's chest. So I'm <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Starlord would be dead right now if it wasn't for him, bro. I don't That's know. That's the yo. I just <laughs> not gonna. You know, before we leave, I want to say, I was wondering, like, why did that happen? Why do we have this know. scene? I don't even know. But, but I thought the same thing, bro. It was for Adam. It was for us to see Adam have a change of heart after, because he was already like Groot. Why'd you save my life? Like, I tried right. to kill your friend, and he's he's learning like. It's not black and white. It's not these are the enemies. And he's right. like, nah, I, I got like I see it. I see you guys are a family. I don't have a family anymore. I want that. And and so I think that moment because I was losing my mind. I was like, is he gonna die? This is how we're going out, bro. He's please. I thought I thought he, I thought he about to die over an iPod, bro. Why? I was like, yo, no way. Like now, mind you, has he gone back for the music a lot of times? Yes, he went back in Guardians One into the prison to get the ship. I understand that, but like, which was a callback. Him going back for the Walkman, you know, and but this time he didn't get out. Adam Wallach had to save his ass. So, but Bob, I like Wallach. that. Adam I'm not saying shit about a nigga that dumb as hell, but too strong, bro. Yeah, you got him. <laughs> dumb strong <laughs> dudes is the worst, bro. bro. He took out that whole team in like ten minutes. I'm good, bro. You got you got it, my guy. Sleep. <laughs> so it's it is what it is. But thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube. Facebook, Twitter, um, and any other platform that you can get your casual nerddomness going. Um, Chris, you got anything else to say? You guys stay awesome. Um, we'll see you guys. Sorry for the delay. We have stuff to do. You know, Adrian has music to drop. You know, I am doing other things right now that I'll be talking about soon. So you'll be hearing this, and then you'll be hearing us back on schedule. Um mm -hmm. 
I don't know. We should also announce when we might have a break like that. But I mean, it's whatever. Like you guys, you know, like I said, we make our show in a way that you can listen to it in any direction, any format. If you just right. like one show, go watch that episode about that show. You know, right. um, we do have other non-show things coming up. So stick around for that. We really appreciate you guys. Love you guys. On Spotify, we have questions. I make I put questions in all of these things. I put polls up. Please look at them. I feel like I'm wasting my time. I appreciate you all. <laughs> All right. Peace, y'all. Peace.